We've been studying on the story of our great redemption, the innocent Jesus giving his life for the guilty humanity. And you need to go back and listen to the first 10 or 15 uh, studies that we've done on, on, on ever since we started teaching on the authority uh, of the uh, first human family and, and how they died and spiritual death, how it came in and the curse came in. You need, to, you need to study that in order to get a clear understanding of what we're looking at. Acts 2.27, in the preaching of Peter on the day of Pentecost, the very first message that was ever preached under the anointing of the Holy Spirit coming in power with the manifestation of speaking in other tongues, you know, where the church was born. Acts chapter 2, verse 27, Because you will not leave my soul, talking about the soul of Jesus, in Hades, or hell, nor will you give your Holy One to see corruption. Hades, as I'm quoting from the uh, New King James Bible, Bible or version, is exactly the same word that's used for the hell or Hades of flames and torment that the wicked rich man was taken to in Luke chapter 16, verses 19 through 24. That's where Jesus was suffering for three days and three nights for us until God the Father brought him up out of there, and the soul of Jesus was released from the torturous pains or the realm of the dead. Jesus went to hell in our place because he suffered for us what we would have to suffer. Taking Jesus into hell, though, was the biggest blunder ever committed in all eternity because Jesus had never sinned. Uh, he bore our sins, it says. He was made to be sin with our sin. He became uh, the serpent on the pole, which was a type of death and destruction and really represented the devil. And he did that as a substitute in our place. He never had any of that. He didn't have sickness or disease, yet he bore ours. He didn't have spiritual death or separation from God, who is the source of life. He didn't have that, but he bore our spiritual death. And this is important. You have to understand that Jesus became what we were so that we can become all that he is now. Even though Satan and all of hell thought they had him, that they had finally defeated the Son of God, they were very wrong. God was not about to leave the soul of his innocent son in hell. Now why all this emphasis on the soul of Jesus not being left in Hades? Why not, why not say the spirit of Jesus? Well, the spirit and the soul are united. And if you've heard us teach before, you know that the human being is divided into spirit, soul, and body. And actually the body houses the spirit and the soul. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit, those that are believers. And in the old temp temple, if you remember, it was divided into three parts. The outer court, the inner court, and then the holiest of all. Well, the outer court would be equal to the body, the inner court would be equal to the soul, and then in the depths of the soul, or inside the soul, that inner part of the temple was the holiest of all, or where uh, we could say the human spirit is. So inside the soul, the soul contains inside of it the spirit. But why are we emphasizing, well, I, I say we, but, but actually the scripture emphasizes that the soul of Jesus was not to be left in Hades. Well, the soul is where the will, the human will, is located. In hell, 
one loses control over the ability to exercise the right to choose. You remember the scripture talks about losing your soul? Like in Matthew 16, 26. Well, to lose your soul is to lose the ability to choose to go to heaven. In hell, everybody has lost the right to will themselves out of an eternal hell. Humans only have that choice while they are on this earth. Once the soul is separated from the body at death with its spirit, the choices made on the earth are set for eternity. Judgment is set at the time of physical death. Hebrews 9.27 says, It is appointed unto man once to die, and after this the judgment. You can't come back to this life after you've left your spirit or your uh, or, I mean, after you've left your body, once physical death sets in and the spirit and the soul are removed from the body, uh, then you can't come back because judgment is at the time of physical death. That's why reincarnation is a lie. It's a human religious idea followed by the deceived masses of false religion. That's not scriptural. To be absent from the body, that is, if you know Jesus, is to be present with the Lord. Once a person dies, it's all over as far as choosing your eternal home. You can't choose to go to heaven after you die. You have to choose it here while you are in this body. Now, physical resurrection alone disproves reincarnation. As is taught, you can talk, you can see about the fact that once people die, your body will get raised from the dead, but it's still going to be the same you. It's not going to be a different person. It's not going to be a different human being. Look it up. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, almost the whole chapter talks about physical resurrection. Start reading around verse 15 and go all the way down to the end of the chapter. No, resurrection comes and is physical resurrection is the reuniting of the spirit and the soul with the human body in an incorruptible state. Well, that chapter, 1 Corinthians 15 alone, just that chapter, addresses the question with what body people are raised up with. There's no, <laughs> there's no chance of you coming back as a cow or as a dog or even a cockroach. <laughs> Once a human being leaves their body, the soul and its right to use the will in the service of God, together with the right to choose Jesus, if you haven't done it before you leave your body, then that right is lost forever. That choice can only be made before death. The choice is wrapped up in the word believe. To believe is to choose. To believe in Jesus is to commit to a life of obedience under His Lordship and to trust Him as Savior and Redeemer. Amen. You can look up some scriptures like John 3.16 and Romans 10 verses 9 through 13. 
That is the choice available to every human being as long as they are still breathing. Obedience to the Lord and trust in Him is a choice. Deuteronomy chapter 30 verses 19 and 20 talks about this choice as well as many other scriptures in the Bible. The person that loses their soul, they can no longer choose any of that. And they that don't know the Lord, their spirit and their soul leave their bodies and they are shut up in hell and they can never come out by the use of their will again. Now we should have learned that from the story of the wicked rich man in hell. That should have revealed it to us. Because in that story, the man could not pass, it says, from hell to paradise. And we'll continue this study on our next teaching.